Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode one or part one of our crystal journey. Yes. Here on the Wayward Dragons podcast. Yes. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. So, we, like Johnny said, we are going to be doing a kind of a crystal mini series. Um, to kind of give you like a crystal kind of 101. So for that, so that way it's not an info info dump, we've kind of spread out the information across several episodes. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to properly charge your crystals, how to properly cleanse your crystals, what ones are safe for the sun, um, which ones are not safe for the sun and which ones are not safe for the water. And then we're going to talk about... Um, some popular or like most well-known red orange and pink crystals is what we're going to kind of go into for this so besides that how are you (laughs) oh you know i'm good just making it dying (laughs) super congested congestion Yep. Yourself? I'm okay. It's been a rough week. It's been a rough week mentally. Um, But making... Not necessarily making moves, but um, making some major decisions on who I'm allowing in my life um, type thing. Because toxic is toxic, whether they're family. Well, I'm still here, so... (laughs) You are... You are. You're not going anywhere. So, so I'm still questioning your decisions there. <laughs> so I almost said this to you. So there's a reel that goes around that I see all the time. And this gentleman goes, you need to do this with your best friend. You can't do this with a spouse. And you can't do this with your partner of any form, sibling. You have to do this with your best friend. And you have to ask your best friend. Why are we friends? Why are we friends? (laughs) And if they're your friend, a true friend, they'll tell you, I don't know. (laughs) Hey, that's fair. I was going to give a sarcastic answer and say, because we're both extremely mentally deranged and no one else can deal with us. True. True. It's very true, but every time I see that video, I go, well, we're both really weird. Like, we're both super nerdy, and we're both really weird. Like, and I'm just like, I could not... Like I said, we're, we're like, both mentally distra- deranged. deranged. Like, I can't... Like, who else am I going to talk about, like, books and stuff with? Of Like, what the fuck? What the fuck does this mean? <laughs> like, if you read this, this is weird. Like... <laughs> Like that tooth book I read. <laughs> that was weird. Right. I'm like, where does this come from? So there's a book on Audible. I forget the name of the book. But it's kind of like a young adult. And the talisman is teeth. <laughs> and it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, Johnny, where the fuck does this come from? Because I have no idea. <laughs> Why are we using teeth as talisman? Yeah. It's a very good book. It's actually a very good in-between um, but back to our crystal here. So we'll get right into it. But before I get into this, this is one thing I'm going to say. I'm going to give a lot of information 
a lot of things that you can do. You have to find what works best for you when it comes to charging your crystals and cleansing your crystals. There's more than one way to do both. You have to find what works best for you. I do different things than Johnny. Johnny does different things than I do when it comes to how we take care of our own crystals. And I'll tell you when we get to the part what I do for mine and for the episode kind of notes that go on Facebook and Instagram, I will include a picture of both my crystal shelves that are off of Amazon. So Amazon actually has some really cute like <coughs> crystal shelves. They have a cat one, I think, that I want to get eventually. Um, so first things first, how do you cleanse a crystal? So anytime I order a crystal or buy a crystal from anywhere... I cleanse them before I wear them because I'm a big crystal jewelry wear person. Um, so if the crystal's okay being in water, um, we'll go over which ones are not okay to put in water at the end before we talk about our crystals. Um, if it's okay being in water, you can run it under some water, like your tap water. That's one of the main reasons why I wear mine in jewelry form because I don't take them off ever <laughs> unless it's for my um, lymphatic massage that I get every other week. So part of it is you kind of hold it under the water and you can visualize like the negative energy kind of or the negative gunk coming off of it. Um, you can put it in salt water if you want. Some people do that. Um, you can use river water. If you have like a form of running water by your house, um, some people will put them in a bowl of salt, like sit them in a bowl of salt. Um, I don't particularly do this because of my animals, um, because they are super nosy. Um, you can smudge them either with a smudge stick or an incense stick. I do both of these. Um, when I smudge my house, which I do on a regular basis, I kind of push the smoke, I guess, towards my stuff. Um, you can also put them near other crystals. So um, clear quartz is good for this. Selenite, I say that wrong every time. Um, those two, thank Selenite. you. Um, those two are good for clearing crystals that are around them. I also heard Carlegan, which I don't know about that. Carnelian? Yeah, Carlegan is good as clearing, as cleaning. Whatever, just let me have my moment, okay? You struggle. I do. You struggle with it. I do. We all we all struggle with yep. something. Yep. If it's not phonetics it's going to be whatever my heart says it is and then it's going to be that way for forever so good luck getting me to change it um well see the the bad part is the bad part is is that if it's phonetics <laughs> i'm completely screwed <laughs> because i can't read stuff phonetically especially if it's english because that does not work for english no no um some people will put them in the, will bury them in the ground overnight. If this is something that you want to do, I recommend kind of getting a designated like Tupperware and putting them in a Tupperware and kind of remembering where you bury them. So whether that's like under a certain plant every time, like a potted plant, or you put them in your, one of your potted plants in your house type thing. Um, 
just be very aware of where you bury them so you don't forget about them. Um, you can also use sound bowls. I have a sound bowl, but I don't, that's not what I use that for. Um, if that's what you want to do. So how do I charge my crystals? How do I do that? So a lot of the ways to cleanse them are also ways to charge them. They're kind of weird, like two folds. Well, kind of a real quick note. Uh, you can actually get, this is what I have. Uh, it's a selenite. Yes. Bowl. Yeah. There's some people that do that. Um, Sage Goddess has a video where she has like a selenite bowl and she fills it with, I think, salt and puts all her crystals in it. Um, yeah, because I have on each one of my shelves, I have a selenite stick and I've got it like kind of in the middle of the whole shelf thing on each one. So, and I've got clear quartz all, clear quartz is super. I've got so much of that. Um, because my my preferred is if I'm wearing it, I'm going to run it under the water while I'm taking a shower, obviously. Um, but I like using my smudge stick or an incense stick. That's my preferred method. Um, so how do you charge them? So if they're okay with being in the sun, you can charge them in the sun. I would not put them in direct sunlight though. Um, just because it is crystal and you don't want anything to like catch on fire in your house. Um, if they're not okay with being in the sun, you can use moonlight. Um, you can use any part of quarter full or waning moon. Um, I use both of these and you'll see in the pictures of my crystal shelves. Um, mine are offset. Mine are um, kind of just outside of my main window in my house for that reason. So that way they're kind of in the indirect light because I do have crystals on there that are not okay being in the sunlight. Um, you can also bury them to charge them. That's another way that's kind of twofold. Um, you can cleanse and charge um but mainly you gotta find what works best for you there's tons of resources on the internet on how to do both um now which ones should you not put in the sun this um they're gonna fade them or damage them in some way um so amethyst adventuring aquamarine Birth, B, B E R Y L. What the fuck is that? You're on mute. <laughs> it's like you're talking to me. Sorry, I didn't want anyone to hear me blow my nose. I have that. Uh, so it, it's pronounced pearl. pearl. Okay. Um, citrine. I also saw. Funnily huh. enough. Uh, oh, continue. Yeah, so, so funnily enough, the main reason why I know about that stone is the fact that uh, I've got a D&D &D player <laughs> who that's their druid's name is Burl. Burl. Sounds like Earl. Burl. Um, citrine. I also saw it's, in yeah. a couple places that citrine, you don't actually need to charge citrine. 
which I thought was a little interesting. There are crystals that don't need charged, which I thought was a little shaky. Um, Ken Kinzenite, K-U-N-Z-I-T-E, sapphire, fluorite, rose quartz, Sounds and right. smoky quartz. Um, this just means that if you do put them in the sun, they're just going to fade. It's not necessarily going to damage them in any way. It's just like your amethyst just isn't going to be as bright and purple as it normally is. If, if you have a very deep purple amethyst, it's going to fade it over time. That's all that means. It's not necessarily going to take away anything. Well, and I'll say this. I'll say this in addition to that. Uh, any quartz-based crystal, yeah. especially, well, let's, any, and any crystal that is transparent, no. you don't want to mm -hmm. send those constantly in direct sunlight anyways, because there's this amazing thing <laughs> where when light shines through those, it basically works similar to a magnifying yeah. glass. Yeah, you don't want your anything to catch on fire. And can burn your house <laughs> down. Yeah. yeah. You can burn your house yeah, down. Yeah, that's why I... So don't set that no. stuff in direct no, sunlight. No, no, no. Or if you are going to put them in direct sunlight, just like put a timer on your phone or something. So that way it's not in direct sunlight the whole day or something. Or put it out in the moonlight versus sunlight. It put something, like, put something behind yeah. it or under something. it, uh, wherever the light's going to be shining through to, yeah. that can take yeah. heat. So crystals that do not do well in water. Um, this is selenite. This will dissolve in water. <laughs> so please do not put it in water. Um, if you have a bowl, let's say, and it gets a little dirty, just use like a damp towel. Don't like fully submerse it in water. This is something that will disappear. Um, malachite, malachite. Um, yeah, uh, similar. Huh. Um, this becomes toxic in water, so please do not. Like, we'll talk about this in a later episode, um, as part of our series. But you can drink the if you want to charge water. You can put crystals in water. Do not put this one in water. It will be become toxic. Um, angelite, turquoise, kunzanite again, kyanite, cellulite, and labrite. Um, yeah, well, and go ahead. No, I was just gonna say if you don't know, if you're not sure whether you should put your crystal in the sun or water just do your research before you do those things or if you're just not sure just use a smudge stick and the moon that's what i've always done <laughs> better to be safe than sorry yeah. thing. uh so similar similar to selenite uh tortolite okay should not go in there it should not go in water either uh and we're going to be talking about crystalline structures in a later episode, but they have very similar crystalline structures yeah. and we'll 
break down. Yeah. If there's any, like, salt, if it's something salt in the crystal, do not put that in water. The salt will dissolve. Um, type thing. So now we're going to talk about just some kind of basics in each in red, pink, and orange um, groupings. I gotta get my crystal book. Um, so for a lot of this information in these episodes, for the next couple, they all kind of come from two main books. The Encyclopedia <coughs> of Crystals by Judy Hall. This is kind of like my catch-all book. Um, this kind of gives a big deep dive into each type of crystal. And it also will do a deep dive into each color variety. Um, because like quartz, for example, quartz has many different colors. Um, and when you come across each color in each color family, she does break it down type in for each color, different variety. Um, and then the essentials guide to crystals by Simon and Sue Lily. Um, this book will give you, um, um, like kind of different variations. So like, um, for like, first example, I love Carleen and it's gotta be like a tourist thing because <laughs> it is one of the crystals for my zodiac because I am a Taurus. Um, it's this beautiful orange, kind of almost orange and red, kind of not swirled together. Um, but I have multiple. So Carleen is good for... I mainly wear it so it keeps me in check with my anger because I have a I can have a short temper when it comes to some of the customers at my job. <laughs> so that's one of the main reasons why I wear it. Um, but it helps because it does help with your anger and negative moods, nosebleeds, weak memory, um, blood circulation. So a lot of the crystals in the red and orange like crystal families, um, red specifically you have to think what what's red in your body your blood so it's going to help with a lot of circulation a lot of hemorrhaging stuff that kind of relates to your blood and what your blood does for your body um because it, it, it's going to help energize your body it's going to help kind of clean all the negative stuff out of your body. That's a lot of what the red crystals do. So a lot of the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a lot of the same things. Um, Carleen helps with um, female reproductive organs, especially when it's that time of the month because you're shedding, you're whining. Sorry, I have a hair somewhere and I can't figure out where. Um, Lower back disorders, kidneys, um, arthritis, um, headaches. Um, so, Carleen uh, was beloved by Egyptians who believed that it assisted the soul in its journey and had great protective powers in the afterlife. They wore it to calm anger, which is what I 
we're at four. Um, jealousy and envy. Um, it's a stabilizing stone, but it does have high energy. Um, so it, it can cleanse other stones, but you have to cleanse the stone afterwards. If that makes sense. So you're doing double cleansing at that point. Uh -huh. So you might as well just... Like it absorbs yeah, it. Yeah, it'll absorb that negative energy. Um, it also removes the fear of death and it will assist in positive life choices. Um, it will help you overcome abuse so that you learn to trust yourself again um, and overcome negative conditioning. Um, it also helps if you're a big daydreamer. It helps um, kind of pull you back into reality. Um, and then if you, if the medical physical shops around you don't have it, um, Sardonyx, S-A-R-D-O-N-Y-X, um, it does look like Carlean. That's a new one on me. I was like, I'm about to show you, but it's fucking backwards when I show you, um, but in that one, there's also kind of white and gray mixed in with that red and orange. Um, Realgar um, and Cinnabar, not Cinnabon, Cinnabar. Um, they're kind of the same. Um, also, dark uh, citrine and orange and ventrine. Event yeah. They're going to do similar things. Citrine. Aventurine. Um, so the next one I want to talk about. I'm going to find it. Is um, Garnet. Um, so. And when you kind of also do the history of each crystal. When you're kind of looking it up. Um, especially in this encyclopedia of crystals, she also tells you what chakra it's good for. Um, so garnet is um, good for your base chakra, heart, um, but it also purifies and energizes all of them. It'll also tell you where to find it, the hardness, um, the chemistry of it, the planet and the zodiac signs it rules over, um, and the number. Um but um, garnet is used to attract love, dreaming, blood diseases, um, regenerating the body, metabolism, um, spinal and cellular disorders, blood, heart, lungs, regenerating of DNA, um, absorbing minerals and vitamins. Um, it's said to be given, it's good luck if you're given garnet um but it's bad luck if you steal one um 500 years ago it was used to drive off phantoms and demons um it's a powerful energizing stone that's going to protect you it, it will warn you against potential danger um but it draws harm to enemies um it was traditionally used for engagement rings also like who wants a diamond anyway not me. <laughs> well, I mean, the only reason why diamonds are the engagement ring is because of the Beers family yeah. and all that BS. Diamonds are 
essentially valueless. Yeah. Like they're, they really have no intrinsic yeah. value. My engagement ring is a moonstone. Like, yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I feel like that's more yeah. appropriate. My husband did his research. He, like, yeah, did his research. Um, um, Garnet inspires love and devotion. It re removes inhibitions and taboos. It opens the heart. Um, this stone can balance the sex drive. Um, okay. Attra it can attract a compatible partner for sexual healing. Useful in a crisis, Garnet is helpful in situations where there seems to be no way out or where life has fragmented or is traumatic. Um, it fortifies your survival instinct. Um, with strong links to the pituitary gland, um, Garnet simulates expanded awareness, past life recall, and out-of-body experiences. Um, it can activate other crystals, in it, but it can also amplify their effect. Um, similar stones, ruby, zircon, dark torbaline, jade, I don't know how to pronounce that. In nephrite, nephrite, N E uh, P H R I T E. Um, and serpentine, serp sounds right to me. Serp serpentine. Um, that's if you're going for more like the green garnet. Um, the next one we're going to talk about is jasper. I actually have more than one jasper. I have a red jasper. Um, so I should be taking these out after I talk about them so that way I don't lose my spot. Sorry. Um, So Jasper, uh, this is going to be beneficial for electromagnetic and environmental pollution, radiation, stress, prolonging sexual pleasure, prolonged illness or hospitalization, circulation, digestive and sexual organs, imbalancing the mineral content in your body. It's known as the Supreme Nurturer. Jasper sustains and supports during times of stress and undefies all aspects of life this stone facilitates um shamanic journeys dowsing and dream recall providing protection it absorbs negative energy so this is going to be a stone that you want to kind of cleanse on the regular if this is something you have in your space all the time um it's going to balance your yin and yang it aligns the physical emotional mental bodies with the f etheric realm um bringing the courage to get to etheric to get to grips with problems um it encourages that's the only reason why i'm here <laughs> honesty with oneself um it adds quick thinking adds to quick thinking organization um transferring ideas into action um 
for similar stones, iron quartz and dark carlean. Um, I have a like red jasper in it. I didn't know there's a bumblebee jasper. It looks really cool. It looks cool. Huh. So my encyclopedia gives like a picture. Alright. Go. Alright. So the fourth one we're gonna talk about is Ruby, because that is a major one. Um so this one's gonna help dynamic leadership, courage, um, selflessness, heightened awareness, anger, enhanced immunity with exhaustion if you're feeling lethargic if you're hyperactive it helps kind of detox your body blood and lymph nodes um helps with restrictive blood flow um ruby is one of the vendic healing gems and a major protector for family and possessions being a powerful shield against um psychic attacks and vampirism of heart energy so if you have someone that's um literally draining you this probably would be a good one to wear um this is a major one that has been turned into jewelry this is a big one that you can find in jewelry rings, necklaces, whole nine yards. Um, Ruby is one of the warning zones said to darken when danger or illness threatens. It imparts vigor to life, but may overstimulate irritable people. Um, it encourages passion for life. Um, it wants you to follow your bliss. And then similar stones would be Sapphire, Zycon, Granite, Spinal, spinal, and red turpaline. A spinel. spinel. Um. So the only reason why I know how to pronounce that one <laughs> is there's actually this really awesome. So, random plug here. There's this really awesome TV show <coughs> called Steven Universe, <coughs> where a lot of the main characters are sentient gemstones and they they did a movie and like a little yeah. short series spinoff after the main series where there is a character named espinel and that's where you, you know they get from the gemstones gotcha but, um yep i was gonna talk about shows about but well i guess we'll talk about sunstone I had red agonate picked, but I was like, we'll talk about more about agonate when we get to the main agonate family. Um, but like there's red tiger's eye, there's red black obsidian. Um, I guess you could probably say, no, I guess mahogany obsidian would be more brown. Um, Credite? That looks cool. Helps fractures, torn muscles and ligaments, stabilizing the pulse. It's named after Creedy, Colorado, where it was first found. It attunes to high spiritual vibration, can be used to clarify channel messages and impressions. 
It is said to attune to universe, universal wisdom embodied in ancient texts. It enhances spiritual communication. It helps with out-of-body experiences. Hmm. Um, the next one we're going to talk about is sunstone. That I feel like is a major one that people would know. Um, so this helps with pessimism, um, self-worth, codependency, self-empowerment, independence, procrastination, depression. <coughs> um, if you're affected by like seasonal depression, might be a good one to have. Um, stomach ulcers. Um, just general aches and pains, um, type thing. So it links to your life plan for the present reincarnation and insists in full fulfilling karmatic contracts. It's said to protect against destructive forces. Um, it heightens intuition. If life has lost its sweetness, sunstone will help restore it. Um, removing energy drawing hooks from other people. So again, if you have somebody that's an energy vampire, might not be a bad idea. Um, if you have hard time saying no to people, good stone to have. Um, similar crystals, quartzite, moonstone, labyrinth, spectrolite. I don't I think I pronounced it right. Um, so that is the red and orange family. So the last one we're going to talk about is some pink ones. Some pink stones. So the pink, any pink stone is going to help you with some form of love. Whether that's loving you, yourself, or someone else. Or like your relationships with other people. Um, because it, it kind of rules over your heart chakra. A lot of these will rule over some form of heart chakra of some form. Um, but they also help with a lot of trauma. So the first one we're going to talk about kind of in unison with what we're going to talk about too is rose quartz. And then there's also another variation, smoky rose quartz. I just have normal rose quartz, but it helps with inducing love, reducing tension, overcoming trauma, sexual imbalances, grief, addiction. Um, if you have any sexual trauma, it's not a bad one to have. Um, it could help with fertility, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. Um, but this is the stone known for unconditional love and infinite peace. Um, it's, it's just like the, it's one of the first ones that people go to when they're, when they're trying to overcome trauma emotionally. It's going to help you do that. Um, I really want to get the smoky one because it looks really cool. Um, but it's going to be calming. It's going to help you kind of learn to love yourself again. A lot of these in this are quartz, and I don't want to talk about quartz. I guess the next one we can talk about is bandurite. It looks like selenite, which is why I picked this, but like a faint pink. Um, 
it helps with allergies. Um, chronic <laughs> conditions, detoxifying your liver, gallbladder, weight gain, um, muscular and motor function. Um, Daniel Wright is named after Danbury, Connecticut, where it was first found. Um, it is highly spiritual carrying stone. Um, and it helps with lucid dreaming. It's a powerful healer for the heart. It helps um, facilitate deep change, leaving the past behind. Um, it can act as a karmatic cleanser. So that's kind of cool. Um, next one we will talk about is you eat delight. E U. D-I-A-L-Y-T-E. It looks really cool. That top one right there. Ah, that is pretty cool. I right just there. picked ones that looked cool. <laughs> For this one, because a lot of pink stones are quartz. <laughs> it's a variation of a quartz. <laughs> and we're not going to talk about strawberry quartz and watermelon quartz. We're not, we're not here for that. Um, so this helps with energy, depletion, forgiveness, jealousy, anger, guilt, um, optic nerve damage, brain waves, if you're having problems with confidence. Um, this was discovered in 1819 in Greenland. Um, it draws together former soul companions, throws light in, onto the reason for meeting. Um, if you sleep or meditate with this stone, um, it will reveal the reason if you have met your soulmate. If they reject you, you'll find out that reason. Which I thought it's kind of cool. Um, it helps heal depression and dissatisfaction with yourself. Releasing negative emotions that lie beneath. Promotes self-forgiveness. Healthy self-love. Um, and helps you learn from your mistakes. And the last one, which is one of the ones that I wear, it's one of the ones I keep in my rotation, is Rondonite. It looks absolutely beautiful. Rondonite. It looks so pretty. The ones that I have. Um, one of the reasons why I wear this is it helps with autoimmune diseases. Autoimmune disease runs in my family. Yay! Thank you, Dad. Um... This also helps with, <laughs> with um, inflammation of the joints, bone growth, hearing, um, confusion, doubt, confidence, multiple sclerosis, um, stomach issues. Um, it's an emotional balancer um, that encourages the brotherhood of humanity. Um, it helps heal your heart. It's very grounding um, and it aids in achieving one's highest potential. Um, it helps with forgiveness and reconciliation, um, especially if that's like you've been in a long-term abuse situation. Um, past life healing, it helps with betrayal and abandonment, clearing away emotional wounds and scars from the past. It helps promote unselfish self-love and forgiveness. Um, it helps in taking back projections that blame a partner. Um, it's a good first aid stone it helps deal with the sh first wave of like shock and panic a lot of times it happens in high stress like situations um 
It recognizes that revenge is self-destructive and insists in reclaiming, remaining calm in dangerous and upsetting situations. I can't find another one to talk about because these all are... Because, like, another one I have is Bustamite. Bustamite with Suglite. It helps with migraines. <laughs> and I have migraines. So that's ah. one of the ones that I have. But it's got, like, a slew of stuff. Hair, nails, motor function, um, eating disorders, pancreas, prostate, epilepsy, schizophrenia, spirituality, addiction... Osbergers. Hey, which one is that? <laughs> uh, which one is that? It's got a slew of stuff. Re fluid retention. Here, I'll send a picture of it to you. No, no, I'm saying which. I'm gonna yeah. say I, because yeah, if okay. I show, I forget when I show you stuff on, on this, it's backwards. <laughs> and I'm like, why do I even show you things? Because <laughs> it's backwards and you can't read it. So let me take a picture of it. For you because it was something that um oh, where do I do it that way I'll do it this way but it helps with like mental fatigue despair hostility paranoia learning dis um, disabilities hair skin nails um, like motor function um, fluid retention circulation like I okay. got one it's just like it wasn't it was giving me all this. These all gave me the same information. And I was just like, I liked this one, the Essentials Guide to Crystals, because it gives you, like, if you can't find this type thing. Um, there's a lady on Instagram. Let me find her real quick. Um, Rose City Quartz, I think, is her name. Yeah, Rose City Quartz is her name on Instagram. Um, she is a um, kind of a crystal Reiki healer type person. Um, a lot of her videos on Instagram goes through different crystals. But also, if you if something is too strong for you, she recommends other things. She does like a tons of videos on that. Um, I highly recommend her. She's really knowledgeable. I love her videos. I would love to meet her in person. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's super informative. Tons of videos on like if, because that's another thing. Not all the crystals, not every crystal is made for everybody. If it doesn't make you feel good, recheck it. Make sure it's good for you. Um, there's tons of, in the Essentials Guide to Crystals, they give other ones that are very similar. Um, but just be very aware of crystals of how they affect your body um because some of them can be too strong so she goes into her videos like her moldavite video it's great as someone who owns moldavite so are you ready to do tarot do you want to go first <coughs> yep I, put all this stuff I will go first dun 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 i put this away first. <laughs> <clears throat> So I pulled the Prince of Wands, also known as the Knight of Wands. Did you pull the same thing? No, I pulled the Ten of Wands. 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry, continue. So this is a very uh, wandy hot thing. Hot uh, but uh, this is also known as the Page of Wands or the Nine of Wands. Uh, no, sorry, this isn't the Page of Wands. Page of Wands is something different. Anyways, this is known as the Nine of Wands as well. Uh, while the Page of Wands marks the initial spark of the idea, the Nine of Wands shows the actual pursuit of that idea. When this card appears in a tarot reading, you are charging up with energy, passion, motivation, and enthusiasm. And you can channel that energy through your inspired action. You have a clear vision about what you want to create and are fulfilled by your passion and inspiration. You are now moving forward with leaps and bounds to turn your vision into reality. This card is a sign to go for it. You are bold and curious <coughs> and willing to venture into unknown territories to further your mission and your dreams. You don't really care if danger is ahead. In fact, if it does, then it becomes all the more exciting and thrilling to you. Adventures like this light you up. Because you know growth and expansion are waiting on the other side. Be a pioneer and take calculated risks to reach new heights. Time. So it's time to do the thing. Be creative. Yeah. Yeah. So I pulled the ten of wands. So keywords, accomplishment, responsibility, and burden. At the Ten of Wands, we see accumulation of the passion that the wands ignited in you. You faced so many challenges to get to this point. You've sacrificed much in order to get to this point. At the end of this journey that you are setting off on, you find yourself carrying all of the responsibility. To be at this point and to move ahead, you will have to learn how to bear this burden. Where the wands give you the spark of willpower, it it left a bright blaze from the foundation that is built. There is much work ahead. This card's lesson, I can differentiate between my responsibilities and those of others. So what does it mean together? It's a no. Uh, I would say that it's very much a work towards it's time to work towards what you know you need to work towards yeah but it's important to know what's yours to work towards and what's not yours to work towards yeah you know it's important to work to achieve your dreams but also make sure you're only taking on what you should be taking on and don't take on what's other people's responsibility to take on because it's a team effort. Yeah. It's not all about you. It's not all about only you. And it's not all up to you. It's everyone involved. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was like, I can't really add anything. I think, you summed it up. Uh, I think that's a cool little message. Yeah, especially, well, this yeah, is no, going to come out after the holiday season, but yeah, especially kind of at the end towards New Year's and stuff as we kind of go into the new year. It's kind of a great message. Reevaluate, maybe reevaluate the burdens. Yeah, make this the year you. Yeah, make this the year you live your dream and you do your best life. Yeah. Uh, but also make sure that, you know, you're only doing what you're supposed to do and, you know, what you're called to do. Don't feel obligated to do extra stuff just because someone else isn't doing it because that's their responsibility. And make sure you're taking time to take care of yourself and your needs. Yes. Yep. So... As always, please rate, view, subscribe. Please tell a friend. We are on Facebook and Instagram where I do post pictures alongside the episodes. I've gotten back into that. Fell off that bandwagon. Um, and if you, I did with the wedding. I could not keep up. Um, You've had a lot going on. Yeah. Well, and yeah, that's one of the goals for next year is to be more present on social media for the podcast because i suck at that um but anyway if you have a book recommendation a topic recommendation please email us at the wayward dragons at gmail.com um or if you've read one of the books that we've read and you want to talk about it let us know so or if you have a question about one of the books that we read that you read too um as always Thank you for listening. <laughs> I'm Kelsey. And uh, Johnny. <clears throat> Sorry, that's what you were waiting on. I was like, that sounded a little rough. I coughed and I was just like. <laughs> yeah. I coughed and I was just like. What are we waiting on? No, it's fine. This is, as always. <laughs> Bye. You've got some editing to do for this episode. <laughs> Bye.